Discover what's happening around our province with todayinbc.com. Sign up today to get the latest news right to your inbox and never miss the news that's important to you and your family. From community news in your neighborhood to what's happening in our province, your source for daily news is todayinbc.com. Welcome to PQ Beat, a podcast of the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm Philip Wolf, editor of the PQB News and Vancouver Island Daily. The COVID-19 pandemic has affected us all, but as restrictions ease, we're all looking forward to attending events once again. Among those eager to get rolling again are the folks at the Parksville Beach Festival Society. Joining us today to talk about their plans as the weather heats up, we welcome President Cheryl Dill and Entertainment Director Lloyd Derry. Thanks both for joining us. We are so excited to be here. Thanks for having us. Cheryl, just how excited are you to see restrictions ease and get back to business? Oh, goodness. You know, with a team of volunteers at the Parksville Beach Festival Society, our combined anticipation for 2022 and the events is just tremendous. You know, it's been two years where we've had to postpone events, and that's the first since well, forever, essentially, that that we've, uh, you know, had to put everything on hold. And so that just doesn't sit well for our eager volunteers. And so uh, we're really, really excited about what this year will bring. Lloyd? I just echo what Cheryl said. We're as excited about going back to events as all our attendees are, especially on the entertainment part, the musical part. It's Music is such a unifying force. And you know, one that brings people together, that everybody's really been missing that. Combined with opening our new outdoor theater for the performing arts, we just can't wait to see the smiling faces out in the crowd. I think it's just going to be epic. As you mentioned, one of the more exciting things we haven't had a real chance to appreciate, thanks to the pandemic, is the Parksville Outdoor Theater for the Performing Arts. Cheryl, can you tell us a little bit about how that project became a reality? Gosh, and you know what? It goes back to years ago when we started... Planning as a board, I remember organizing a strategic planning session where we engaged all kinds of members of the community, gathering their input on how the Beach Festival Society can sustain its events and expand its events. And one of the goals resulting from that was to improve the entertainment facilities within Parksville Community Park. With that, we decided that we would serve as an advocate and do everything we can to implement that goal. And here we are, 12 years later, working on that goal in combination with a tremendous amount of volunteers, the city of Parksville's mayors and council over the past five or six years, also the city staff who have been tremendous. One of the things that was key to putting this together is Lloyd, when he arrived in this community, his wife said, you need to get involved and saw an ad in the paper for Parksville Beach Festival Society to say, hey, we're recruiting volunteers. We needed an entertainment director and Lloyd has tremendous experience in that area. And he came on board and I said, you know, one of the goals we haven't been able to move forward very quickly is advocating for appropriate performance stage in the park. And Lloyd said, I'll take that on. It was music to my ears because putting legs on a major project like that 
takes focus and effort. And you know what? Lloyd has been true to his word, and he's been championing this initiative. Together, we wrote with efforts from the city staff two grants to raise, you know, over a million dollars towards this. And in addition to that, the Beach Festival Society has been putting funds aside for many years to contribute to this initiative. So not only that, but we did some fundraising a few years back, and as a result, here we are about to join the city of Parksville in opening their facility. The new stage will be owned by the city of Parksville, and we're happy to support them in that opening, and that's coming just around the corner. So it's been many years, Philip, of lots of work, and it's been on the backs of volunteers and a collaborative effort. Lloyd, exactly how big is the theater and what other amenities are included in the structure? Well, Philip, when we first started planning this, one of our initial thoughts was, we want to build a stage that's big enough to hold a symphony orchestra. So that's where we started, was to get a stage that would really serve a lot of different purposes. So, yes, it is big enough to hold a symphony orchestra, and at the same time, it'll hold choirs and dance troops, theater productions, Grad ceremonies, indigenous ceremonies, you know, all kinds of different things. So I think it's uh, it's big enough and going to be equipped well enough to handle just about any type of an event that you could imagine. We consulted with lots of professionals in the design phase. We had Gary Bentham, who's local designer, help us design the stage. One of my main goals was to make sure that this facility would be acoustically suitable. So we consulted people like Ron Bermulen, who has his own Dragonfly Acoustic Consulting. And we talked to Jody Perpik, who was the sound engineer for, and is the sound engineer for Brian Adams for years and years and years. So got their input. We we wanted it to be as good as it could be. This year we'll be installing a state-of-the-art sound system, which will be uh, available for folks that want to rent it if they want professional sound system and professional people running it. We've got that to offer. Probably next year we'll look at permanent spotlights and buying a portable dance floor that we can put down for dance troops. In the back of the house, two dressing rooms, um, complete with washrooms and even a shower. It's going to be a very well-equipped facility. Walk by and look at it. It's a very impressive structure. And when we get the rock work on the outside and, you know, all the acoustics and, and the nice wood, it's, it's just going to be an outstanding facility. And, and we know the arc- artistic community is just going to fall in love with this place. Cheryl, what are the goals and objectives and long-term vision for the facility? Well, you know, when we were planning this facility, we knew that, you know, the great old picnic shelter that we used for many years has <laughs> served us well. But when you really look at how well does that serve for performance events, there's a lot of things missing. So we wanted to create a hub for entertainment for the community and for cultural events. So a facility, as Lloyd said, that would accommodate all kinds of purposes and in terms of the performance industry. You know, the other thing too, uh, and you, you mentioned it when we first started chatting, is that social benefit of cultural events, events in, in the Parksville Community Park. We've been missing that for a few years. The theater will add to those opportunities for our community, our local residents and residents from Vancouver Island and beyond because we're going to attract so many people. And so we wanted that to be a social benefit. And then we also just wanted a facility that will enhance 
the amount, the quantity, and also the quality of performances. And, you know, you heard Lloyd talk about all the thought and the expertise that we consulted along the way. And so we feel that we're well on track to achieve those purposes. Cheryl, continuing along those lines, we know how much arts mean to any community. Can you talk a little bit about more of the benefits that the theater will have for that community and what type of economic spinoff there might be for the area? You know, we've got so many tremendous artists just on Vancouver Island alone and and within this community. This summer, we're really eager about featuring a lot of those local artists. And so we want to provide opportunities for people to share their talents and their skills. And we also want an opportunity for inspiration. So, you know, the young and the young at heart to think about coming out and enjoying that theatre or actually performing in that theatre, whether that's in a band, in a play, in a choir. It's about creating memories and unifying our community. In terms of adding to arts and culture, it's definitely going to do that right here in Parksville, in Qualicum Beach, and the whole central Vancouver Island. And that's going to, you know, the word of mouth is going to spread and people are going to want to come here. In terms of economic spinoff, Philip, we had to do a lot of research on that before applying for our grants. You know, back in 2015, there was a STEAM report, which is a sports tourism research opportunity where you take a look at the number of people coming to a particular event or sport-related event, for example, and you multiply that by a factor to give you an economic impact in a community. That's a very broad generalization. Back in 2015, we did a survey uh, thanks to Perksville Qualicum Beach Tourism Association. And the result of the people coming through the gates for the sand sculpting competition related to $18 million of economic spinoff. And that's when there was 100,000 people coming through the gates. We have way more than that now coming through the gates. You know, in 2019, we had close to 125,000. So this type of facility will have a similar type of economic spinoff. What it does is it keeps visitors in our community even longer and uh, it provides a good reason for residents to stay local, you know, get their families to come, come down to the beach, you know, spend some money in, in our community. And so what we anticipate on an annual basis, just with very conservative amount of use of that stage, is $4.2 million annually. And that's what we submitted in the grant. We worked with some experts on coming up with that figure. And so... That kind of spinoff is tremendous, and we only know that that's going to build as the years go by. CanadianEvergreen.com is your trusted news source for all things green, offering up-to-date news and stories from Canada's booming cannabis industry, content you can trust from Black Press Media. Lloyd, can you tell us how the theatre will be operated and managed, and what does the operational model look like? Yeah, we put a lot of thought into this, you know, initially, Philip. We're in the final stages of executing an agreement with the city of Parksville that Beachfest would uh, operate the theater for the next three-year period. That's pending soon. In conjunction with that, we're assembling a team to handle the administration, the booking, the daily operation of the theater, the rental use and contracts, some of the small ongoing maintenance. And and as I mentioned earlier, we're assembling a team of uh, professional uh, sound technicians that will be there uh, to, to offer to our renters and to also use for our Beach Fest activities. The 
operational model is really predicated around keeping the rental rates reasonable for all users, for all ages, all groups, to have a place where they can ply their trade. So how do you do that? You know, obviously there's going to be costs associated with that. So the model uh, revolves around having a few ticketed events each year, the first of which is going to be our uh, Rock the Park concert uh, this year, which is taking place from August 5th to 7th. The area will be fenced. We hope to raise enough money from those ticket events to subsidize all the other groups because our real vision is to provide a place for everybody at a reasonable cost. We really need the community to jump on board and support these ticketed events. The level of entertainment is going to be fantastic. We've got some world-class tribute bands. Next year, we'll have our second annual Rock the Park Festival, but we'll also be looking at bringing in the odd A-list performer where uh, we have the ability to attract a fairly large crowd. That's the model, and if it works, I won't have to leave town. Lloyd, sticking with that, can you give us just a sneak peek of just a few of the events that we have planned for the summer? You know, our goal is to have it completed by the end of May. Our first rental customer will be the Chamber of Commerce, who are going back to their regular uh, Canada Day celebrations. They would like to use the theatre and have a whole bunch of entertainment on for that day. We kick off our Beach Fest Tim Hortons Summer Concert Series on July the 22nd. And that'll run every Friday and Saturday from 6.30 to 8.30 right through till August 19th, I believe it is. From August 5th to 7th, we're having our first annual Rock the Park Festival. That's going to be just an awesome three days. As I said earlier, signed up some world-class tribute bands, music by Bad Company, the Beatles, and Buddy Holly, the Eagles, Hart, Joe Cocker, Linda Ronstadt, and Pat Benatar. We've got some perennial favorite bands from around the island that are well-known and very popular here, so they're going to be performing for us. I think all in, all in all, there's 14 acts in three days. What's it going to cost somebody to come to that? These are the ticket prices, and we think they're very reasonable. We think it gives people every reason to grab their lawn chair and come and sit in the park and enjoy the day. A one-day pass is $30. A three-day pass is $60. If you want us to give you front row seating and a VIP chair, we can do that. Three-day pass for $85. $10 for teenagers and kids under 12 are going to be free to come with their parents. So to check out both the entertainment on the Tim Horton Summer Concert Series or the Mid-Island Co-op, who are title sponsors for the Rock the Park Festival, uh, folks could just go to beachfestival.ca. Cheryl, how can the community become involved to ensure the success of the theatre? What type of volunteer positions might you be looking for? Lloyd's been working with a team of individuals organizing how the operations of the theatre will unfold, and he's got a great organizational chart. And I know that one of the things he's keen to do is find people for that Rock the Park weekend to uh, get involved in ensuring that that event is incredibly successful and that the risks are managed. And so I know that, Lloyd, you're looking for ushers and you're looking for individuals to support at the gate. I know that Lloyd can expand a bit more on that. We also know that just from promoting this and doing some fundraising in the last several years, there's been incredible support from the community coming forward and saying, how can I get involved and how can I help? The amount of retired people here with expertise that Lloyd's been able to find to support 
the actual audiovisual expertise that's needed and manage some of the financial side has been terrific. Searching for a new home? Make todayshomebc.com your online home base. With easy-to-search listings and connections to local realtors, everything you need is under one roof. Powered by Black Press Media, you can search hundreds of local listings all in one place. Access the top real estate professionals to help you find the perfect home today at todayshomebc.com. So, Lloyd, what's the best way to reach you, and how many volunteers have you signed up so far, and who are you looking for? I think we've got about 15 or 20 people so far, and as Cheryl said, we're looking for people that can help maintain and manage the facility, you know, some people that can open it and be there while it's rented and make sure everything is the way it should be and close it up afterwards. Uh, We're looking for those sorts of volunteers. And one thing I'd really like to highlight, but we would like to attract is some young people. You know, we have a special opportunity for anybody that has an interest in learning more about sound reinforcement and lighting. They can come and sit down beside our professional techs. It'll be the best education you'd get if you were interested in that sort of thing. So we'd love to have some of those people come aboard. Further to that, there's young muscles to help us old dogs lift up those speakers because a lot of the folks that Cheryl was talking about that come with all these years of experience also come with years of age, and and we're not too keen about lifting up some of those things. They can email me at lwderry, at gmail.com. Or alternately, uh, they can phone me at 250-954-7188. Aside from the theater, which looks like it's going to take up a lot of your summer, what are you most looking forward to post-pandemic this summer? I'm really excited because I've got family from Nova Scotia coming out. I haven't seen my family for five years, which is, you know, I've been living in B.C. since 1991, and I always travel back, like, every year, every two years, but it's been five years for me. So I've got a good slew of people coming out, and, of course, I'm going to bring them down to see the sand sculptures. Of course, we're going to enjoy all the entertainment at the stage. I'm so proud of that facility, and it's, you know, we haven't opened it yet, but... That kind of facility is going to leave a legacy for this community for years to come. Lloyd, what does your summer look like? Well, busy. (laughs) For me, apart from the music end of it, watching those world-class sound sculptors ply their trade, it's so fun to watch them and all the fun activities that we have around that weekend. It's a party, so we've missed that. We're really looking forward to that. I'm like Cheryl, welcoming back some friends that I haven't seen since pre-COVID. I found some family a couple of years ago that I didn't know I had, and I'm adopted. I, I did the search, and my brother is coming from Hawaii, bringing six people for this, so <laughs> really looking forward to that. When we started this, our motto was, if you build it, they will come. And so the fun of that is going to be, you know, watching our dreams turn into reality. That's what I'm looking forward to. Cheryl Lloyd, thanks so much for joining us. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you, folks, for the great job you do. We appreciate it. That's this edition of PQ Beat, produced by the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Thank you for joining us. If you have suggestions for topics or guests, we would like to hear from you. You'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com. From hidden local hotspots to outrageous wildlife rescues and trend-setting hotels, westcoasttraveler.com shares the latest travel news from your local community and beyond. 
Travel the spectacular west coast of the U.S. and Canada without leaving your armchair and start taking notes for your next adventure. Make your next vacation or staycation the best it can be. Visit westcoasttraveler.com.